Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today on this beautiful Monday morning. The Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast is a space for us to be unapologetic and all the way real about self-care, self-love, and healing. So I always ask that you please leave your guilt about taking time for yourself while you're listening to this show, at least, at the door. Okay. This is a guilt-free zone. So if you have any guilt about taking time to listen to this podcast, I want you to pack it up, put it in the closet, shove it under the bed, burn it, throw it in the fireplace, do something with a child, because here is a guilt-free time for you to just connect and, um, you know, get some, some, some guilt-free self-care girl. So, Thank you so much again, like I said, for tuning in to the show. Today, we are going to be talking about a technique that I personally have been doing for a while, and I had no idea that there was a name for it. I had no idea that it was a technique. So I want to share this with you, and um, I would guess that a lot of us are probably already doing it too. We just didn't realize that there was a name for it. And this is the perfect time to talk about this because we are in the holiday season, okay? And for a lot of us, the holidays, they're not always like, what's the phrase, like peaches and cream. Like the holidays are not always like this amazing and magical time where the snow's on the ground, we're all in in our matching pajamas, (laughs) in our matching pajamas and matching robes with slippers, taking pictures in front of this beautiful Christmas tree. We're all baking cookies and watching Christmas movies on the couch in our beautiful um, rented cabin. I mean, some of us, we cannot stand our family members, okay? And I'm just going to keep it real. That's just that's just life. That's just how it is, okay? But the holidays kind of force us, if you will, to reconnect with people that you may not have even talked for the whole talked with for the whole damn year. Like the last time you said, "Hey, what's up?" to your cousin, uh, Boudreaux was like 
November of last year because he always doing something. He either stealing somebody something, he hustling somebody out of money. Like, I'm just saying, he, he gets drunk and he starts fighting with your uncle uh, Tito. Like, it's just sometimes it's just, hashtag family, right? And sometimes that's just what it is. So um, if you have the type of family that I just described where you do the matching pajamas and that you're in front of the beautiful Christmas tree and all that stuff and you guys love each other, I'm not, I'm not a hater. I think that is absolutely beautiful. And I think that's amazing. I really, honest to goodness, I do. I just know that some of us, fortunately or unfortunately, we just have uh, slightly different family dynamics where, um, sometimes we just cannot stand the people in our family or we just want to limit our, our limit, our interaction with them. So here we are. Um, or not necessarily just family, this technique that we're going to be talking about today, please excuse me if I'm talking fast. I have no idea why I'm talking. I feel like I'm talking super fast and I'm not sure why. And now I kind of understand why my mom would say, you talk so fast. Sometimes I can't even understand what you're saying. And I realize that I'm talking fast right now. So please excuse me. I'll try to slow down a little bit. Um, What I was saying is sometimes it's not even just the people in our families, but it's also, it could be, you know, your coworkers. It could be people that you, that are a part of a, um, a social community that you're with that, you know, in other words, these are people that you can't necessarily completely avoid in your life by, you know, blocking them on social media, unfollowing them, removing yourself from the situation. These are people that we have to come into contact with either on a daily basis or, you know, every once in a while, you know, cause we just have to. So sometimes we need a way to cope with different type of personalities that are not in alignment with where we are in our season of life. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about a toxic person, Yes, there are definitely toxic people out there. Yes, indeed. But I don't think that everyone necessarily is quote unquote toxic, but sometimes people have behaviors um, and ways about them and personalities that just do not like they clash. And I could be that for someone, you know what I mean? I could be that personality for someone else where they may, (laughs) they may use this technique that we're going to talk about today on me, right? So Different strokes for different folks. But if you're dealing with someone in your life that is like a master manipulator, okay, someone that complains all the damn time, they never have anything positive to say, they're always complaining, Um, people that are nosy as hell, Um, trying to think of other personalities, you know, people that just, you just don't get down with them because they just get on your damn nerves, you know? Let's talk about this method because I think it will definitely help. Now, it's called the Gray Rock Method. And this is not something that I made up. um, But I didn't, again, I didn't even know this was a method. (laughs) Um, And I just thought that this was just what you do. And I'm sure you guys have done it too. Um, So I'm going to give you a link to the article where I found this term first used. Uh, It was the earliest that I could find online was from 2012. Okay. And this article is on the website, lovefraud.com. Again, I will put the link to this specific 
Grey Rock Method in the show notes that you can read exactly what the author, um, who I think coined this phrase, you know, kind of how she gets into it. I think it would be of interest to you. But in a nutshell, what is a rock? Okay. A rock is a stone, piece of stone or something you find in nature. Typically, they're just gray or brown. They're not really interesting. Like, I can't imagine that most of us have, like, a rock collection, a prized rock collection in our house. Like, we specifically go out and travel the world or get online and go on eBay and bid for gray common gray rocks that you can find outside when you're doing your evening or morning walk, right? Um, No offense to people that do collect rocks. I'm sure they're amazing. But most of us, we're not collecting rocks. And there's a reason for that. Rocks are typically boring. You know, they're boring. They're drab. they're, they're They're not exciting. You know, they're not doing anything magical. So in this method, the gray rock method, you basically just want to become the rock and you want to become the rock because you don't want to give this person this personality that you have to deal with any ammo anything they can latch on to any any anything they can like just just really that just gets them all excited you know what I'm saying that can allow that will allow them just to keep drama and lies or other nonsense, just keep it going, right? You just don't give them anything to latch onto. You are just as drab and as boring and as lifeless, I guess, (laughs) as a damn rock, okay? Now, I will say when you're using this method, you have to know the person that you're doing this with. Now, first of all, you're never gonna tell them, hey, uh, Aunt Cheryl, I'm going to use the, the, the gray rock method on you. Okay. Don't do that. Obviously. Okay. Don't do that. And again, you have to know the person because if you're dealing with somebody that is crazy, chances are you probably shouldn't even be trying to do this technique. You should be more so just trying to make sure you just have no contact with this person at all whatsoever. So, The gray rock method, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you have to kind of know the environment and the person, you know, to do this because this is generally just for, like I said, just people that are just like drama, but we're not talking about psychopaths or or stalkers or, or crazy people like that. I think that probably would require a whole nother set of skills, you know what I'm saying, to deal with. And I have dealt with someone that I had to cut off communication completely. Okay. Um, but maybe that's a conversation for another time, but in any case, the gray rock method, again, you just want to be a rock. You want to keep your answers short and to the point, no emotion, like as dry as a five day old piece of bread left out on the counter dry. Okay. Uh, Not in in a bag, just left out on the counter, not in a bag, just hella dry, dry. So let me give you an example. I'm trying to think of one really quickly. So let's say you're at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no. Let's say you're at work, okay? Let's say you're at work and your coworker comes to you and he's like, um, let's see. So he's like, so Bree, did you hear that 
Michael got fired for cussing out our boss? Okay, now you have two ways to handle this. So my, so this guy, what did I say his name was? I already forgot. So let's call him Tony because I don't forgot what I said his name was. Your coworker Tony. <laughs> I should have wrote it down, but I forgot. Your coworker Tony. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. 
clearly wants to engage, okay? He has turned his body to you or he's hanging over your cubicle or he done posted up on, on your desk, sitting his butt on your desk, okay? So Tony clearly wants to get into it, but you are not, you don't. You don't want to engage like that. You're not really a fan of Tony. You're not really a fan of office drama and office gossip and and all that nonsense. You know, you're just there to do your job. Obviously, you're polite and you're, you know, no attitudes or anything, but you're not there for all that. Okay. Maybe that's, you don't really want to engage in that way and you don't really talk to Tony, but Tony just cannot wait to tell anybody, any and everybody he can. He's already gone and talked to like 13 people up the road before he came to you. And every time he stops at your desk, it's never anything nice. It's just drama. Okay. But you don't want to be taken out of your your, your, your mindset. You've just spent the whole weekend listening to Brene Brown and, um, I don't know, insert your favorite motivational book slash speaker slash podcast slash TV show slash movie here. You've, you've just done all these amazing things over the weekend. You're pumped. You came in feeling good. Your mind was right. You was ready to get to work and, and plow through all these boring ass emails. So you just ready to get to work. And here come Tony, talking all this mess at 8 17 in the morning when you haven't even had your coffee yet okay let alone you don't want to hear none of this no way how do you handle it you either turn to tony and you're just like yeah so what happened and you engage him okay and if you choose to engage him that's gonna affect your mood for at least the next hour it's gonna throw everything off course right or if you really don't want to engage you simply continue looking at your screen. He just said, so did you hear that so-and-so got fired because he cussed out our boss? You don't even have to turn your head in Tony's direction. You can keep looking at your screen and just say, oh, and keep doing what you're doing. You're not giving him any fuel for the fire. Now he's going to, Tony's going to try to engage you again because he's not sure that you've heard this amazing piece of office scuttlebutt. Okay. He's not sure that you have gotten the full contact of, of what this means. Okay. So he's going to hit you with something like after you've said, Oh, he's going to hit you with, yeah, girl. Um, and so she, he got fired and they had to escort him out. He packed, they had to pack up all his stuff, escort him out. And then on top of that, when they went to his computer, they found porn, you know what I'm saying? Or just something crazy just to keep it going because he wants to make sure, or he wants to try to like fire you up. He wants, he wants somebody to get fired up with him. You know what I'm saying? He wants somebody to share a good kiki, but you know the game. You don't want to be known as an office gossip and you don't want to engage in this kind of foolishness. Okay. Now, some of us do, and that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But this is specifically for people that do not want to engage in this kind of office banter. So after he says a second thing, without missing a beat, you're just like, again, oh, don't look at him. Don't engage. Don't make eye contact. Don't change the tone of your voice. Everything is just very blah, very monotone. You're still in your groove doing what you're doing. Like you're giving him nothing to work with, nothing. So at some point, he's just going to get that. He can't get what he's looking for from you. You are boring. You're drab. You're not interested. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to take his coffee cup and he's going to go to the next person. 
one cubicle over and say the whole damn same thing all over again because he needs that energy. You know what I'm saying? He, and you didn't give him that. You can use the gray rock method in those type of situations where you do not want to engage, right? Now, again, you're not going to tell people, hey, Tony, I'm doing the gray rock method on you, okay? Right? <laughs> you don't want to tell them that you're doing the method. You just want to do the method and keep everything flat, as flat as a seven up from... I was going to say a restaurant, but I'm not going to say it. But there's a restaurant that I go to, a national chain. There's, their sodas are always flat. <laughs> I guess I won't say that on this podcast. But um, you just want to be flat, uninteresting, blah, boring, not involved, basically just giving him absolutely nothing to work with. So like he isn't forced to just move on. That is what you want. You can use the same gray rock method at Thanksgiving when your messy cousin Shanita comes over and she wants to talk to you about some mess. You haven't talked to her in like a month of Sundays because she's messy as hell. She wants to be all in your business so that she can go and spread it around the family. Plus add her own little spin on it. AKA lying about some stuff. Um, do the same thing to her. Just, just, you know, you are just that gray rock. You're giving them absolutely nothing, nothing to work with. And the good thing about that is no one can ever say, well, I mean, I guess they can if they lie, but they can't say that you said X, Y, Z, you know, especially during a heated, emotionally charged situation, you know what I'm saying? Where this person's trying to get other people on the bandwagon. They, they can't say that you said X, Y, Z because you didn't. You gave them absolutely nothing to complain about. You gave them nothing to, to lie about. You gave them nothing where they can try to manipulate you and feel, make you feel bad about things that you're doing. Because I know a lot of us that are listening to the podcast, you know, we're doing stuff. We're starting businesses. We're raising families. We're engaged. We're getting married. We're going back to school. We're working on our second masters. You know what I'm saying? We're doing all these amazing things. We're working on ourselves. We're working out. We're gaining weight. If we want to gain weight, we're losing weight. If we want to lose weight, we're growing our hair. You know what I'm saying? So we can just have this complete glow up that we want. We're learning. We're thriving. You know what I'm saying? So we're not giving them any ammo. And people don't like that. And when they don't like that, they go away. You have become the gray, bland, boring rock. And they can't squeeze any juice from you. They can't squeeze any emotions from you. They can't, they can't manipulate you into a situation. And they don't like it. So they take all of that energy and they go find someone else that they can engage with that is going to knowingly or unknowingly give them everything that they want. And you're of no interest to them anymore. So yeah, I think this technique can be extremely, extremely useful. I have used it, like I said, in situations that I didn't even know that I was using this technique, but it's just like, sometimes you're just not about the, the drama. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got time for that. And you just don't want it around you when you're working on yourself. Like, I mean, that's just me anyway. 
I don't want that around me all the time. I don't want to be involved in that nonsense. So I, I'm here for this gray rock method. Um, and you may find, like I said, that someone might use that on you. Some might, someone might use it on you. And again, it doesn't mean that you're toxic, but your behavior for whatever reason during a certain period of time is not one that they really want to engage with. And that's fine. It is what it is. Different strokes, different folks, like I said before. So I want you to think about situations where you might be able to use this gray rock method. Okay. Think about a situation that might be coming up for you where you really want to maintain your peace. You really don't want to go there. You really don't want to engage beyond just a basic hi, bye. You know what I'm saying? That, that might be the perfect time for you to put the gray rock method to use so that you're not pulled into a bunch of shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I'm going to put the link to the original article from, I think it was called lovefraud.com. I laugh every time I say that name because it just sounds funny. Um, lovefraud.com. I'll put the link to that in today's show notes. And if you have any questions or if you actually have used this technique, I would love to know. You can definitely send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Welp, we are at the end of an episode, an an end of this episode, I should say. And we are moving and grooving because usually these episodes are like 45 minutes to an hour long. But today we got it under 30 minutes, which to me is, is, it's absolutely incredible. I'm excited about that. So with that said, I hope you have an amazing weekend excuse me, I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm already to the weekend. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, Did you guys put your tree up yet? I planned on putting up the tree sometime this week. So I got to pull it out of the closet. And once I do pull the tree out of the closet, I am going to actually clean out those closets (laughs) because I do not want to start the new year with messy closets. For So for the last couple of months, I've been saying that I am going to clean these closets out as soon as I take out the fake tree that we use um, every year. So I'm not really excited about cleaning out these closets, but I want to make sure that my space is decluttered in time for the new year. So things are going to be pretty busy around this household for the next few weeks. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy the time that you're able to spend with your family and your loved ones and your friends, Friendsgivings and all that good stuff. I will see you on next Monday's episode. Talk to you soon.